Estás escuchando un mensaje de parte de Vida City Church Houston. Para más información de nuestra iglesia, visita nuestra página de web en vidacch.org. Y ahora con ustedes, el mensaje. You are listening to a message from Vida City Church Houston. For more information about our church, visit our website at vidacch.org. And now with you, today's message. A very familiar story, but uh, I think there's some things we can learn from this. Mark chapter 4, verse 35 on down. As evening came, Jesus said to his disciples, let's cross to the other side of the lake. So they took Jesus in the boat and started out, leaving the crowds behind, although other boats followed. But soon a fierce storm came up. High waves were breaking into the boat. And it began to fill with water. Jesus was sleeping at the back of the boat with his head on a cushion. The disciples woke up or woke him up shouting, teacher, don't you care that we're going to drown? When Jesus woke up, he rebuked the wind and said to the waves, silence, be still. Suddenly the wind stopped and there was a great calm. Then he asked them, Why are you afraid? Do you still have no faith? The disciples were absolutely terrified. Who is this man? They asked each other. Even the wind and the waves obey him. You may be seated in the house of the Lord. I would like to speak for a few moments using as a subject, I'm just trying to make it to the other side. I, I, I'm just trying to make it. To the other side. Some of you have come to church today just to tell God, God, I am so glad that 2021 is over. And I know there's some of you that here have a lot of reason to shout and thank God for a miraculous, amazing year that you had last year of 2021. But there's a handful of us in every pew here that would be willing to say, I am grateful, I am thankful, thank God that 2021 is over with all the hell that I went through, with, with all the things that I lost, with all the ups and all the downs. I'm just glad to make it to another year sitting here at Vida City Church today with the expectation that 2022 is going to be a lot better. How many of you believe that 2022 is going to be a lot better? I believe it's going to be a new season. A new season that something better is on the way. A new season that something that pays me more is on the way. Somebody say amen to that. A new season that someone loves me more is on the way. A new season that someone that appreciates me more is on the way. Someone that loves me and cares for me, respects me is on, on the way. You know, when you look at 2022 new year that we have encountered now. The only prophetic promise that I could give you be the city church today is that 2022 will bring some more storms. It will bring some more storms. And God is going to lead you through some more storms in 2022. And as you reflect 
on 2021 that passed and in preparation for 2022 that is coming. I believe there are some survival strategies in this story that we read that merit our attention and are pertinent to our walk with God and to our encounter with this new 2022 new year that will help us make it to the other side. When you read the book of Mark, chapters 2, chapters 3, and chapters 4, Jesus is having some disputes with the Pharisees, but he has a greater problem than those Pharisees. That greater problem, Mark calls them the multitude. The multitude. He uses that term a lot because the multitude in Mark is a mass gathering of people who have heard the words of Jesus. They have also seen the miracles of Jesus. And they come to Jesus for one reason. They want Jesus to work on their behalf. And there's nothing wrong with that. We all come to Jesus because we need for him to do something. But one thing you need to know about this crowd and Jesus in his physical form now as a man. One thing you got to know is that this crowd is not a sold out to Jesus crowd. This crowd that Mark talks about is not a committed crowd. This crowd is not a Bible carrying crowd. This crowd is not the amazing grace crowd. This crowd is a crowd that wants something and will only show up when they need Jesus to do something for them. And as you read the book of Mark, this crowd takes a toll on Jesus' body, on Jesus' mind, uh, on Jesus' uh, uh, physical being, and, and he gets tired. Because again, this crowd is not that sold out Jesus' crowd. They will only show up. They will only come. They will only attend. And they'll only seek Jesus when they are in need and need something for Jesus to do in their lives. Turn to somebody and say, don't be the crowd. Tell them, don't, don't, don't be the crowd. So Jesus is worn out by this time physically. He tells his disciples, he says, listen, I need for you to get a boat. I need for you to put it in the water, and I need you to keep the motor running. Of course, we know that back then they didn't have motors. But he is saying, I, I, I am tired, and I've got to get in some space between me and the crowd because they're really working me over. The Bible says in what we're reading, Mark chapter 4, verse 35, that one day he's teaching and he's teaching all day to this multitude and to this crowd. That verse 35 says, as evening came, Jesus said to his disciples, let's cross to the other side of the lake. When Jesus says, let's cross to the other side, just with these six words, listen, he's already determined the destination. We're going to the other side. We're, we're, we're going to go to the other side. You're going to get to 2022. You're going to get to the other side of that issue, to the other side of that sickness where there's healing, to the other side of that financial crisis where there is, there is income. You're going to get to the other side. He's already given us the destination. But one thing is that he doesn't give us the itinerary. 
And there is a difference between destination and itinerary, those of you that fly. The other day, last week, I went to my aunt's funeral in Ohio. My destination was Cleveland, Ohio. But my itinerary said, you're going to fly to Nashville. And you'll fly to Nashville. You'll be there for about an hour and a half. And then you'll go ahead and get the next plane and go to Cleveland. Jesus is telling them, you're going to the other side. What he doesn't tell them is what you got to go through to get there. The promise is you're going to get there. The issue is can you endure what you got to go through to get there? I hope somebody's understanding. And so Jesus is promising us you're going to make it to 2022 and we're here. What he hasn't showed us yet is our itinerary, our stops, the storms that we'll have to go through in order to get to our final destiny for this year. There are promises. There are things that God has already designed and has already acquired and has already settled for you and for me. It's already a promise and all his promises are yes and amen. It's the itinerary that sometimes he keeps hidden from us. So he tells them where they're going, but he doesn't tell them what they got to go through to get there. So when his disciples see the storm that comes, and the disciples begin to see the water that starts flooding the boat. When the disciples begin to see that the waves are rocking the boat. When the disciples begin to see the wind pushing against the boat. They begin to realize we're in trouble and we're about to die. But don't worry, Jesus is on the boat. You would think you didn't have to worry because Jesus is on the boat. These guys are so scared that they go looking for Jesus only to find Jesus asleep. He's asleep on the boat, and they don't understand how the heck can this man, Jesus, be asleep while water is getting in the boat, while the waves are rocking the boat, and the wind is pushing against it. And so they wake up Jesus, and they say, Jesus! Don't you even care that we're about to die? And when they say we're about to die, he's including Jesus. You're in their boat with us too. If we go down, you go down. Don't you care that we're about to die? Jesus gets up, <coughs> stretches his arms because he's been sleeping. <sighs> he goes out and he speaks to the waves, to the wind, and he says, peace, be still. Translated in our language, shut up. And after he tells it, shut up, I believe the wind and the wave says, whoa, 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 our bad, Jay. We didn't know you was on that boat. Our bad, our bad, we, we, we go, we'll go somewhere else. Just, just our bad, we just didn't know you were there. We, we thought it was just another boat. And so there's calm and there's peace because even the winds and even the waves submit and obey to Jesus Christ. But after he rebukes the winds and the waves, he looks at his disciples and then he begins also to rebuke them. 
and said, how can you be so afraid? I'm with you. How could you be so afraid? You mean to tell me that a, a little storm is all it takes for you to push the panic button in your life? Are you trying to tell me that all it takes is a little contrary wind and a little rocking of the boat and a little pushback from the wind that will cause you to say it's over? Are you, are you kidding me? Are you telling me that all it takes is, is a little hater, that all it takes is somebody that envies you, that all it takes is somebody that criticizing you, that's all it takes for you to think that it's over, that you're going to die. And then I believe Jesus says, how can you say that you are my disciple? How can you even say that you are my disciple? And you are so weak. You're so wimpy. Hello, look at me, not who's next to you. And think that this storm is all it takes for you to give up and think that it's all over. If I'm your Lord, if you know that I am with you, why do you press the panic button and believe that Everything is done and everything is futile and everything is going to be done with. And so Jesus indicts his disciples by saying, listen, you have not, you, you shouldn't have been afraid because you actually got everything it takes to get to the other side. And I don't know if you know that you have everything it takes to get to the other side of 2022. God is with you, that God is with us. And so this is how we're going to make it through the storm and the storms of 2022. Because even like last year, how many hurricanes hit us? How many hurricanes came close to us? How many hurricanes battled our country and our nation from all sides? And so in this story that we just read, there's some key things that I believe we, I don't know about get through them all. There's some key things that I believe we need to understand and learn from them to be able to make it to the other side. The first thing is found in verse 36 of chapter 4 of Mark. It says, so they took Jesus in a boat and started out, listen, leaving the crowds behind. One of the first things you're going to have to understand is not everybody that was with you on your journey to 2021 are going to be able to go with you in 2022. Not everybody that you thought was with you is going to be able to handle and go with you in 2022. You can't take everybody. You can't take the multitude. We're going to a place where some of your friends and acquaintances and even some of your family cannot come with you. Hello, somebody. Because the journey that we're going on is not really lottie dolly and for everybody. There's a specific group. The bad news is you can't take everybody. The good news is that you can take somebody. And the problem is we've got to learn to discern 
who is going to be the ones that can accompany us on that trip in 2022. Jesus is teaching us that if you're going to sail over to the other side, that you got to make a decision of which people can come with you and which people you've got to leave behind. And I came to tell somebody by a divine assignment that you're going to need to make that tough decision in 2022. As a matter of fact, there are some people that are nine days overdue that have been hanging around in this new year nine days more than what they should have. They should have been left in 2021. Because you've got people around your life that they've only been there and they're like leeches. They're only there to suck the life out of you. They've been there only when they've got a need. Hello, somebody. They've been like the multitude. You can be down and out and you'll never see them anywhere. But the moment they've got a need, but the moment that they're going through a struggle, the moment they need some money, they come knocking at your door. They come texting. They come calling. You've got some people in your life in 2021 that needed to stay and need to stay in 2021. Your circle of friends in your Facebook has to become smaller for 2022. Your texts and your contacts need to become smaller for 2022. You've got to learn to press that button that says delete and says block because you got people that will not allow you to get to the other side. They will drown you in the middle of the sea. And so if you notice, Jesus gets on the boat and he leaves the multitude. He leaves the multitude the Bible says in verse 36, so they took Jesus on the boat, listen, and started out leaving the crowds behind, although other boats followed. Think about it. Here's another group of people that are keeping their eye on Jesus. And even though Jesus left the multitude, the Bible says that there were other boats that went with them. The multitude stayed on the shore. But there were a few boats that crossed over with them because they found out that you need somebody to cross over with you. You can't do it by yourself. You need somebody. And I don't care how strong you may be in your faith. I don't care how bad you are, the sense of bad now being good. How tough it may be. You're going to have to learn that you still need somebody to come with you. Everybody needs somebody sometime. The Lone Ranger needs a Tonto. Batman often needed Robin. Hello, somebody. Pinky couldn't do anything without the brain. If you know what I'm talking about, Pinky and the brain. Hello. Even Yogi needed boo-boo. You need somebody. And the Bible says that there weren't a lot of boats. There were a few boats. Because God wants us to learn that you don't need a whole lot of people. You just need some faithful and loyal friends to be with you. All you need is a few people that will pray for you. Hello, somebody. 
All you need is just a few people that will care about you. All you need is a few people that are willing to walk and journey with you. All you need is a few people that will love you. All you need is a few people that will call you. All you need is a few people that will keep in contact with you through text. All you need is a few people that will check up on you. And if you got a few people like that, you are blessed beyond measure. And you can rest assured that this navigation through 2022 is it's going to be a little bit easier because you have a few people that are willing to go with you that are committed. Say it with me, committed. You see, the challenge is to discern who are those that are committed. Who are those that are really my friends? Who are those that I really can trust in times of trouble and in times of, of, of turmoil? The Bible teaches us that, that, that we can learn how to discern who are the committed and the friends that we need? You see, because in the multitude, there was a few people, a few people that crossed over with Jesus. Not everybody wants to cross over. Hello, somebody. They want to be with you, they want to, but they don't want to hang around and be with Jesus when things get tough. So, which means that these people in the boat were people that saw Jesus get a boat. So they said, Jesus getting a boat, I'm getting a boat. These are people that saw Jesus get in the boat. And they said, we're going to get in the boat too. Jesus is on, get, has a boat, we got a boat. Jesus getting in the boat, we'll get in the boat. They saw Jesus sailing in the boat. They said, let's go. Jesus got a boat, and he got in the boat, and now he's sailing in the boat. We got a boat. We're going to get in the boat, and we're going to sail also. Notice that in this crowd, there's only a few people that got a boat. And it's only a few people in that boat that are following Jesus. There are only a few people that are willing to take that risk because this was the crowd that said, whatever the Lord is doing, that's what I want to do. Wherever the Lord is going, that's where I want to go. Whatever the Lord, how he loves his father, that's how I want to love my father, to love like Jesus did. Everybody needs somebody. Hello, somebody. And so you got to find these people that are going to be key in your 2020 navigation when you hit the storms. Problem is that sometimes we're surrounded by people that are not even trying. People that are not even striving to be like Jesus. Hello. This crowd in that boat, these few people in their boats, they wanted to be like Jesus. And you need to find people in your life that want to be like Jesus. That are willing to serve and love and care like Jesus. And it's not going to be a lot of people. It's just a few people. Hello. When, when you look for these few people, hey, don't, don't be looking for the tall, dark, and handsome. Look for people that love God. People that want to be like God. Don't be looking for the lips and the hips and the fingertips. 
Find somebody that's in love with Jesus, somebody that wants to be like Jesus, somebody that wants to serve like Jesus, somebody that wants to care like Jesus. Those are the friends you need to look for in 2022. You don't need a whole crowd. You just need a few faithful that are willing to be like Jesus, love like Jesus, and they'll hang around you and they'll encourage you to be like Jesus as well. He left the multitude, but there was a few folk. That wanted to be like Jesus. And those are the people that you've got to find. That have God and have the Lord in their hearts. People that want to be like Jesus. People that want what Jesus, to do what Jesus did. And people that want to act like Jesus acted. Hello. If you're going to make it in 2022 and get to the other side of this year, you better start discerning the friends that can go with you on this journey. Some of them you're going to say thanks. You were the best that I could have for 2021, but this is a new season, this is a new year, and there's some rough storms, and you couldn't make it last year in some of the storms. When I looked for you, you weren't there. But if I'm going to make it in 2022, I'm going to have to get away from the crowd and find those few in the boat that are willing to endure the storm. Listen, when Jesus gets into the boat, these other few people get into their boats, and all of them get caught up in the storm. It wasn't just Jesus and the disciples. All those little boats also got caught up in the storm. And you need people like that that are willing to be with you in the good times and in the bad. People that are going to rejoice with you and cry when you got to cry. And I know you, you want to thank God for the new car you got. And I know there's some here, I just want to thank God for the new house we just bought. And I just want to thank God for the new job that I just got. And I just want to thank God for the race. And all that is good in everything we need to give thanks. But I believe there's a few of us here that could say, all that is great and dandy, but I want to thank God today for those few in my life that helped me not only endure 2021, but I know will be here for 2022 in the thick and in the thin, in the snow and in the hail and everything that I go through I want to thank I don't know if you have somebody that you can think about that says I am thankful for your life I am thankful for her life for his life because they pray for me because they check up on me because even when I'm down they're there to pick me up when I feel weak they're there to encourage me to make me feel strong I don't know if there's anybody here today that you could think about somebody and say God I thank you for so and so that was in my life and has been in my life in the good and in the bad, I thank you for them. I know some of you are still trying to think of some. It's okay. But at least you know you're going to need some. And hopefully before this month is over and your 21 day of prayer and fasting, God will reveal to you these are the people that you need in your life and these are the people that you've got to say thank you, but there's no room in this boat for you. If you're going to make it to the other side, you'll have to make those tough choices. The disciple realized that they had a problem. They did what any good disciple should do. When they saw the storm, they saw the water, they saw the waves rocking the boat, when they saw the pushback of the wind, they went and they talked with Jesus. There's a song that says a little talk with Jesus fixed it all. 
And that's one of the things that you need to learn in 2022 is that there are going to be more storms. And you're going to need to learn to talk more to Jesus. You're going to need to learn to intensify your communication with God. They talk to Jesus. And when they talk to Jesus, listen, Jesus talked to the storm. When they talked to Jesus, Jesus talked to the storm. When you tell him about your troubles, he'll hear you and the Lord will answer. You are a witness, undoubtedly, that there were some storms in 2021 that you cried out to God. And God was there and heard you out. And God resolved and God spoke to the issue that you were dealing with. And you need to learn to talk to God in your storms. Because when you talk to God in your storms, the Lord will talk to your supervisor. When you talk to God in your storms, the Lord will speak to your spouse. When you talk to God in the storms you're going through, God will take care of talking to your children. When you talk to God in your storms, God will take care of speaking and talking to your friends. When you talk to God in your storms, God will talk to your finances and make sure that you lack nothing for he is our Lord and he is our shepherd and we shall lack nothing. When you learn to talk to God, God will then have an assignment to talk to your issue that you're dealing with. So they went and they talked with Jesus. When they talk to Jesus, Jesus will talk to your stuff. Let me tell you how powerful prayer is. Because there's all these boats, and there's the boat that Jesus is on. This boat that Jesus is on, the disciples talk to him. The other little boats... Never talked to nobody. This boat talked to Jesus. The other boats had no way talking to Jesus. They're out there as well in the storm. But this boat has Jesus. Listen to me. So this boat talks to Jesus. The other boats have no way of talking to Jesus. All of them are caught in the same storm. But this boat talks to Jesus. And this Jesus begins to speak to the storm, the waves and the sea and everything, and tells it to shut up. The other boats had no way of talking to Jesus, but this boat talked to Jesus. But because this boat talked to Jesus, Jesus speaks to the circumstance, and because he speaks to that circumstance and that storm, the others that are in it are blessed by it. I don't know if you're understanding what I'm saying, that your prayer can extend, your prayer can bring effects, that your prayer can go beyond of what you're thinking about. There are people that are connected to you. There are family that's connected to you. There are friends that are connected in certain situations, but have you ever been in in a place where you got an answer and you didn't even pray about it. And you're wondering, I never prayed about it. I needed this, but I haven't been really praying about it. It wasn't that you prayed about it. It was that somebody over here prayed to God. And because that situation involved you, God answered. And because God answered, you were the result of a blessing from God. Never stop talking to Christ. You will never know the power of your prayer, how far it will extend. This boat is talking to Jesus, 
Jesus talks to the storm, but there was other boats that were in the storm as well, and they got the benefit of a calm storm. Who knows how far? Maybe you've given up on somebody and praying for somebody. Oh, I know. My wife can be a witness. There are times when I've said, I'm done. He or she can die or fry. I could care less. You can't. They're a soul. You're right. They're a soul. Ugh. I know y'all ain't like that. Y'all are more spiritual than I am. But you never know the power of prayer. But you can be praying for the circumstance right here. For somebody right here without knowing that that's prayer and that that somebody some way connected to the prayer that you're asking God to answer. Somebody is connected and you don't even know. So you can't stop praying. One of the things that they understood is not everybody can go with me on my journey, but I've got to always make sure I talk to Christ, that I pray, that I pray to him. And one of the things that I think I would see it funny would be that after Jesus calms the storm, he rebukes his disciples. And he's like, for real? You said, do you not care that we are going to die? I mean, for real, for real. You think I left heaven to come and die and drown in a boat? Do you really think that I came heaven and was born of a virgin to come and die sinking? In a, for real. You really think that I'd leave all of that to come and die in a storm and in a sunken ship? What's the matter with you? You really think that I would come and I would leave heaven and I would go through 42 generations to get here, to be born in a manger, only to die in the middle of the Sea of Galilee? you got to be kidding. You think the wind and the wave have more power than the Son of God who created the winds and created the water and stirs up the waves. Do you really believe? You must have lost your mind to think that I'm going to go through all of that to come here and drown because of a storm. What's the matter with you? I didn't come here to die on a boat in the middle of the sea. I've got to get to the other side. Tell somebody, I'm not about to drown here in 2022. Tell them, I've got to get to the other side. There is a purpose for my life. There's a purpose and a reason why God allowed me to get to the other side of 2021 and enter 2022. Jesus saying, I've got to get to the other side. On the other side, there's a woman with the issue of blood that needs to be healed. On the other side, there is a blind man, Bartimaeus, who I've got to open his eyes. On the other side, there is a lame man in the pool of Bethesda that has to get up because of a miracle. On the other side is an old rugged cross that has my name on it. I've come to die that way, not to sink in a boat. On the other side, what gives Jesus assurance is that he sees himself on the other side. Hello. He sees himself. 
on the other side. We have a problem with most saints in the middle of the storm because you don't have enough vision to see yourself on the other side. Yeah, you're looking at the storms. You're looking at the waves. You're looking at the rocking of your boat. And you see the water coming in, but you still don't see yourself. But God said, we're going to the other side. So let it rain and let it storm and let it rock my boat and let it push me back a little. But God said, we're going to the other side. God can do everything but fail. And if he said we're going to the other side, I'm going to let you know I believe that promise from God. And we are going to get to the other side. We don't have vision for ourselves on the other side. You've got to see yourself on the other side. Do you see yourself on the other side of sickness? Do, do you see yourself uh, on the other side of this pandemic, this virus, this uh, Omicron? Do, do you see yourself on the other side of that issue, of that problem? Do you see yourself on the other side? Ask a pregnant woman and she'll come and say, I can't wait till I get to the other side of giving birth. <laughs> I just want to be a mom already and get out of this. Can you see yourself on the other side? What do you see for 2022? Do me a favor, turn to somebody, just go, what do you see for 2022? I'm about to finish. Come on, musician. My time's up. What do you see? Well, well, since you don't apparently have the answer, let, let me give you some answers of what I see for Vida City Church uh, in 2022. Let me give you a, a sneak preview of what I see. I see you walking in the favor of God. I see Vida City Church as a lender and not a borrower. I see those students' loans being paid off. Hello, parents. I see that in 2022, you're going to have a new job that you've been waiting for. I see in 2022 that God is going to do something that, that will astound you to give you more pay than what you're getting right now. I see some of you single people with a ring on your finger. Somebody had to shout and give God a praise for that. I see some of you that this is the year where your baby will be in your arms and God will bless you with a family. I want you to know that I see you, but I don't recognize some of you. Because some of you have lost like 50 pounds in 2022 and you ain't going to look the same. And if you thank God for what he has for 2022, can you give God a praise right now? Can you give him a clap offering right now? Stand to your feet. You see, the story doesn't end in chapter 4, verse 41. In chapter 5, verse 1, it says, and when they got to the other side, they made it. And I'm believing that you're going to make it. I believe that you're going to make it. But you're going to have to let go of some of the multitude in the crowd. You're going to have to look for those few that are going to be with you. That want to be like Jesus. That will endure the storm. Learn to talk to Jesus. Because your prayer can affect somebody else 
that's connected that you may not even know or think. Have vision for what you have on the other side. Jesus knew, I got to get on the other side because my cross, that's where my destiny is. I came to die. But on the way to the cross, there's people that need to be saved, people that need to be healed, people that need a miracle in their lives. And I'm here to say that meet us in church. We want to live that out. And this is what I believe for 2022 we need to live out. We need to reach the lost, disciple the one, those that we want to the one. We need to equip the believer. We need to send out the called. And we need to plant another church. If you don't know, if you're visiting us here at Vida City Church, we have Vida City Church El Paso. We have Vida City Church in South Houston, Alif. We have Vida de Camagüey in Cuba. We have a church, two churches in Mexico. Why not plan another one this year? 